0: Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Daydream and Listen podcast. My name is Krista, I hope that you all are doing amazing, and they're having a really really great day so far. I am, let's just say I'm thriving right now, because I feel like I have entered in a new era. It is August, uh, so happy Leo season to any of my Leo listeners, happy August to anyone who just loves the month. And we're of course going to be talking about the era that I'm in right now, my renaissance era. Because you guys know, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, I'm a massive Beyonce fan and I had been waiting for last week's album release for six years. So of course I have to do an entire episode talking about this album now listen i know everybody's going to want to be clicking off if you're not a big fan of the album if you're not a big beyonce fan but just hear me out because i have lots of thoughts about the album and just everything that it evokes and how it's been impacting my life and all of the great benefits that have come from listening to this album so i'm really excited to get into it um because i feel like since beyonce dropped this album my life has really just changed quite drastically and I will get into that when I discuss my highs and lows. So yes, today we are going to be talking about all things renaissance. Um, I just I felt like I had to do this like I've done other episodes talking about Beyonce and Beyonce related projects and I'm like as a loyal Beehive stan I need to do an entire episode talking about this album because it it truly exceeded my expectations. Without like fully getting into everything now, let's just say I'm obsessed with this album. Like it has really just changed my life for the better and I won't shut up about it with anybody um, that wants to talk to me about it. So of course I'm channeling all of this, all these talking points into this week's episode. So yes, Very excited to get into the renaissance of it all, but guys strap in because before we do that I have lots of highs and lows that we need to discuss today. So let's just get right into that So let's begin with the highs Obviously renaissance big high, you know your favorite artist dropping an album Obviously that's gonna like make your entire week And uh, my other high I would say for the week was I got to go to this really really cute italian cafe To do some work. So I do work from home, um, which is such a blessing at times and I'm very lucky that the area I live in New York, there's quite a few really cute cafes around me. So my roommate actually was like, there's this really cute Italian cafe near us, like we should go and check it out and work there. It's the perfect place to get work done. They have, oh my god guys, they have this skylight And when we were there, it was a beautiful sunny day and I was sitting at this one table and the sky or the sky, oh my gosh, the sunlight was like beaming down on my cheeks and it was just so like warm and glowy and perfect. It was, it was amazing. So I had a great time there. They had vegan croissants. Are you kidding me? I think the last time I had a vegan croissant was, this is very specific, um, but at the Rome, I don't know which train station it was but the train station in rome i just specifically remember i went there and they had a vegan croissant and i was so excited about it so i got it this was honestly better than the rome one gotta say um and of course got coffee and all that jazz it was great uh, my other high of the week is i recently got some new perfume okay so in the future i need to do an episode talking about like all my most recent beauty faves because I've really been trying out a lot of new beauty products and So far all have been living up to the hype So I know both of these products if you're on tiktok, you've definitely seen them because they are super widely talked about So I was like, all right, i'm gonna see if these products are worth it and I just I have to tell you they are so i had been needing a or needing slash wanting a new perfume and I decided to get the Burberry Her perfume and I was a little skeptical at first I was reading all the reviews online and like watching TikToks about it and I wanted to try out the rollerball first because I always feel like whenever you want to buy a nice designer perfume to me unless you fully know that you're gonna love the scent especially like after you apply it you know when the Sense interact with your skin chemistry and all that stuff I feel like it's best to just get a rollerball first because most designer perfumes are quite pricey so unless you like fully know I would recommend getting getting the rollerball so I did that and I love the scent I've worn it a few times already and I just I love it it's so fruity and florally and I saw a lot of people saying like you'll smell like Strawberry shortcake, which I'm like, I'm all about that. So, yeah, so far, really love it. And then I also got the Sol de Janeiro. I think I'm saying that correctly. Uh, What is this? I'm staring at it right now. The 62 scent. So, it is the one that has pistachio, salted caramel, caramel, however you say it. Um, The body fragrance mist. And, y'all, this stuff is powerful. It is so powerful. I'm obsessed. Okay, now the perfume people might come for me for doing this, but so far I've been liking this combo. So originally I just bought both of these scents because I was like, they're both really good scents and I was planning on wearing them separately, but then it dawned on me. I was like, all right, what if I apply the Burberry Her on like my normal perfume areas and then I spray the Sol de Janeiro in my hair because I love a good hair scent. Like when my hair smells really good and my hair has been hairing it up lately, like my hair has been voluptuous, voluminous, I don't know what's going on. And I'm like, let's just see how this combo works. And I have been getting compliments left and right from people. Uh, This is really creepy and I'll take this as a compliment even though I'm not a fan of this. I was riding the subway with my friend. We were going to a party And there was this man sitting next to me on the subway full-on sniffing me. I could hear him He I could just hear And I could see out of the corner of my eye This man was like inching closer to me and I just kept like scooting away from him and luckily my friend she was facing him and was like basically giving him the death stare like you come near my friend and you know whatever So, you know, Subway Man approved scent, but honestly, I have been getting compliments from a lot of people being like, oh my god, you smell so good. So, I don't know if it's like they're smelling one scent over the other, but I kind of like the two together. I really don't think that they're meant to mesh well together, but I'm all about the experimentation when it comes to perfume. So, that being said, very excited about that. And then this other thing, I really don't know where to stick this. Is it a high? Is it a low? So I'll just use this as like a neutral to transition from talking about my highs and my lows of the week because I really don't know where to stick this. So y'all, I did something this past weekend that I've never done before in my life. Technically, I've never done this before. And that is that I went on a date very... I know, like for some people, you're like, oh my god, Krista, that's so exciting. And then other people are like, okay, and like, what is so special about this? So if you're new to the podcast and you haven't like listened to my other episodes, I have essentially, I really don't have a lot of experience dating Um, I actually have an episode, I forget what it is, it's honestly, I think it's one of my most popular episodes, which kind of scares me. It's called, like, Oops, I've Never Had a Boyfriend, and I basically just, like, talk and explain, like, why I've technically never had a boyfriend. Like, yes, I've had my fair share of, like, situationships and, like, talking phases with guys and all of that kind of stuff, But I think because of where I went to college, everything with the pandemic, and how I was raised, and all of these factors, it has led me to this point where at the age of 23, I am now going on my first official date. So I was very, very nervous, but honestly, when it came to the day of, I was like full on confident, ready to go. And truly, bless you Beyonce, because the fact that she released Renaissance and the songs are what they are and I was going on my first date, having these songs playing as I was, you know, going to the date, truly saved my life. Because I would have been uncontrollably scared and nervous and, you know, a mess had I not had these songs playing in my head. And the thing is, okay, I'll just cut to the chase. The date essentially did not go as I was expecting, and I'm not gonna like spill tea, whatever, like, I have nothing but respect for this person, for this guy, um, but essentially like I'm not going to be seeing him anymore. It just like didn't work out. It The date like was not what I was expecting to be. It was a little underwhelming and that's fine. Like people have those types of experiences and I'm viewing it as like, all right, this wasn't a waste of time because if anything I learned Okay, this is what we're looking for in the future. This is what we're not looking for in the future. And I think having an experience like this just helps you be more comfortable on future dates and helps you kind of, you know, know what to go into um, going forward. So I'm really proud of myself. I thought I did great. And I thought, you know, for it being my first date, really happy with how it turned out obviously like i wish it would have turned out better um and i would have wanted to see this person again but you know say la vie things are the way they are but yes y'all if you know me personally you'd be very proud that i put myself out there went on my first date and now i'm definitely like less scared and less intimidated to go on other dates um, yes, they do take a lot out of you like mentally and physically depending on what you're doing on the date And I don't mean that in like a, dis- I don't mean that in like a sexual way in any way possible um, but yes, they can be like very draining and Yes, so It's a neutral. It's not a high and it's not a low. It's just a neutral point in my week But something I thought, you know worth sharing. It's a very momentous thing to share Okay, now for my lows. This is a very weird, harsh pivot. But y'all, I think I'm convinced I'm allergic to quinoa. I really think I'm allergic or I have an intolerance to quinoa. Because I don't eat quinoa all that often. But I did buy some um, at the grocery store with the intention of making it in these different recipes. And every time I make it, I make it the same way every time. I am violently ill the next day and I'm not going to go into the details because this is just a podcast where I'm supposed to be talking about Beyonce, but it is so annoying. I'm like, of all things, what the actual heck? And I feel like I'm very like in tune with my body. Yes, sometimes I can be a bit of a hypochondriac, but I've done the same thing multiple times and I see that after every time I feel the exact same way and experience the exact things after consuming Quinoa, and it's something like the pain that I experience is not worth consuming the quinoa anymore. So, I unfortunately don't think I'm going to be able to eat quinoa in the future unless I know for certain I have no plans the next day and don't mind feeling sick the next day. So, yeah, big low. Really don't know if I'm the only person in the world who also experiences pain after eating quinoa, but it is what it is. Um, And then this last low of the week is truly like the biggest low probably of the month. My baby, my little flash drive that all of my design files are on for work broke. Oh my god. I was at this cute little Italian cafe and I had my flash drive. It's like one of those SanDisk type flash drives where you just like push up the little red push thing into your computer and it completely broke the part that goes into your computer snapped off from the rest of the flash drive and my heart sunk to my shoes I was so I was just like are you kidding me the fact that I I think it actually helped that I was at a cafe and wasn't at home because I was like if I was at home I would have been spiraling but because I was in public I was like all right we need to keep this together we need to just you know what what do we need to do? So immediately I'm just like googling like how do I get this flash drive fixed? Is that even a possibility? And of course everything I was finding was like all these services from either like independent companies or big companies were saying it was going to cost me around like $1,100 to fix. So um yeah, I'm not really at liberty to want to be spending that much money on my flash drive. As much as I love it and all my beautiful files on it, I'm just like, oh my god, I, 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 I can't do that right now. Not in this economy, babe. Um, And yeah, it just, it does not feel worth it to me. So luckily, my roommate, um, one of her relatives, is does this kind of stuff. He fixes these types of things. So I think he is going to be a miracle worker and come in and save the day by fixing my flash drive. So I'll keep y'all posted it, if it's fixed, it could definitely be next week's high um, But yeah, if you're a designer out there or you have files on a flash drive now, you know Get that external hard drive like that is exactly what I'm doing because Now I know these little flash drives can't be trusted. I had no idea they could break like this So yeah, you live and you learn I guess anyways, Enough chatting about all of that. Let's now get into what, you know, I'm really excited to talk about and that is Renaissance. On Thursday night, I, like, you know I had a listening party. I was actually pleasantly surprised. I don't know why, for whatever reason, I thought this album was coming out at 3 a.m. Eastern Standard Time but it was coming out at midnight, so I was like, oh my god, god bless Beyonce, she's looking out for my sleep schedule. I don't know why, I thought she wanted it to come out midnight, PST time. Anyways, I wish someone was recording my reaction when I first listened to I'm That Girl, the first song in the album. My jaw was on the floor, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, this oh my gosh I was like jumping on my bed I was dancing around my room I was just like sitting on the edge of my bed like mentally processing the music the lyrics the transitions oh my god the transitions my uh, first initial thoughts like we have to do initial thoughts and then I will get into like a song by song breakdown and yes I will keep it brief okay but my initial thoughts there are a lot of them so first of all if you have not listened to this album yet i don't know what you're doing please hop on the train the renaissance train before it leaves and you're too late and let me just say this do not ever listen to this album on shuffle do not press that shuffle button you must hit play and listen to all the songs in chronological order and I know people say that, like, oh, there's some albums that they just, like, flow best in chronological order, or, like, the, the you know, meaning of the album. Yeah, 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 whatever, no. No, Beyonce intentionally made this album, so it feels like a DJ set. It feels like you're in the club, and one song is going to another. It is so insane. Some of these transitions, not all of them, like, am- like impeccably go into each other, but so many of them do, and when I was listening to it in my headphones, I was just like, oh my god, she's a genius. She's a genius. Like, they're so, they are smoother. I saw someone say that the, the transitions are smoother than a ripe avocado. Truly, they're incredible. Incredible. Also, here's another thing. If you haven't done this yet, hop on the train. Hop on the bandwagon. Get on right now. This album, was made for your hot girl walks, hot girl runs, whatever. Your hot girl activities. This album was made for it. I've gone on like three hot girl walks while listening to this album front to back and it is an experience. It is an elevated experience truly and I love Beyonce but truly I think anyone listening to this album is just like oh like this is this is good hawk or walk music it's good you will feel like you are a supermodel walking the runway i don't know where you're walking if it's just on a treadmill if it's in your neighborhood if it's you know alongside a river on a pier i don't know in a park You will feel like the road is becoming a runway. And you are all of a sudden a six foot three supermodel. Me, my little five-foot-tall self, I feel six to ten inches taller as these songs are playing through my ears. Oh my gosh. It is an it is an experience. And again, listen to it in chronological order. It's incredible. All right. I also I, I don't know if there's like official hot girl walk etiquette, but for me, it's imperative that I have sunglasses on. Obviously, if like I'm walking at night, I'm not going to be wearing sunglasses, but usually my hot girl walks are during the day or like at sunset. So I am wearing sunglasses, okay? And I make sure that my posture is good and I'm looking straight ahead. If the road is a little uneven, I let my eyes drop to the road and make sure, you know, I'm not going to be tripping over my feet. But for the most part, our gaze is straight ahead and there's just, there's something elite about that. Like, I don't know, maybe that sounds super, super rude, but when my gaze is straight ahead and I'm just focusing on exactly what's ahead of me. I feel like my walk is better. I feel like my rhythm of walking is better. I feel like I'm fully present in walking. Now, obviously, if you have beautiful surroundings and you want to look around, of course, do that. If you're with someone and you want to talk to them, obviously, do that. But me, I'm taking a solo hawker walk. I have my sunglasses on. I have some outfit on that I feel good in and I'm looking straight ahead. All right. So please listen to Renaissance on your Hawker walks. I haven't done a run yet. And I'm really, really anticipating a run. I've When I was listening to the album, I was like, can I run to this? We will see. Only time will tell when I'm like actually in the moment. But it's great. Also, I, I need to say this. It's perfect for the Hucker Walks because it's an hour long exactly. So usually what I will do is walk 30 minutes one way and then 30 minutes back. And by the time I get back to my apartment the album has concluded and then if you really want to extend it, you can listen to it again while you're in the shower. So do whatever you will with that with this information, but it's amazing. Um, Also, let me just say that like Beyonce is known for albums. I know she said in interviews like she's not a single type girly. She is, she's like said, you know, artists don't make albums anymore and she's, she feels so passionately about, making an album and having the project feel very complete from start to finish and that is exactly what renaissance is to me this is the most album out of all of beyonce's albums because i mean her other albums are impeccable but i just feel like from start to finish you put this on and you're like i feel like i'm experiencing some sort of cinematic experience right now like it 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 feels like you're in a movie You know, you're fully zoned in from start to finish and it feels consistent from start to finish. And look, look, okay. I hate to compare artists against artists, but if we wanna compare House album to another House album, let's just talk about Drake, all right? I like Drake, I like his music. I'm not a Drake hater, but compared to Beyonce, I like Beyonce, or yeah, I like Beyonce more than Drake. That's what I was trying to say. His album feels so inconsistent compared to hers, especially because his last song, oh my gosh, this is becoming my new pet peeve. His last song feels so random and so out of place. And so I'm like, all right, even though some of the songs on Honestly Nevermind are good, compared to Beyonce's, Beyonce's is an album. It feels intentional. It feels complete. Like I said, from start to finish. When you hear I'm that girl in your ears, you feel like you're being transported into this renaissance world. You're like, all right, we're just getting started. It's building, it's building. And then when you hear the end, the last song, Summer Renaissance, it comes on and it feels like you're dancing your way out of the club. Like, all right guys, last song of the night, let's wrap it up, you know, let's, you know, go out with a bang type thing. That's exactly what it feels like. And everything in between feels perfectly placed there. Just saying. I know I'm talking like super unapologetically about her, but like I I mean it, it you can't knock it. It's so good. It's so incredibly good. Also, let me just say that like the memes and the social content that have come from the beehive is great. I have liked so many tweets like my entire timeline is nothing but Beyonce related things and I'm not mad about it I've seen so many great TikToks it's really just so fun to see like a group of people getting together celebrating something that like we've all been waiting for and celebrating the fact that like oh my gosh this is so good and I also think it's fun to like I don't know I feel like the memes or the jokes are very wholesome like one of the songs that I am absolutely obsessed with Um, America has a problem people love to like make tiktoks or tweet funny things just about like Anytime this song comes on we are getting up and dancing or it'll be like The way that you dance to this type of song, you know what I mean? So I just I love All of the content that is coming from this album. It's so great Another thing that i've really really been loving so far because we're still waiting on it are the visuals um, so I think it was Thursday, like, the earlier during the day before the album was released, Friday a.m., um, Beyonce released basically, like, a the booklet, um, just, like, a ton of visuals from Renaissance, and everything is so cool. It is so cool. It's definitely very, like, um, I don't know, it reminds me a lot of like Studio 54 and like going to clubs and discos and that whole vibe. And also like a futuristic vibe to it. It's, everything is just so beautiful. She's stunning. I love all of the styling. I love just the whole creative direction of everything. And actually today I was supposed to be getting my mystery box in the mail um, from... When Renaissance was first announced, I ordered mystery box number two and I wasn't able to get it today. I think it is still in transit, so I'm hoping it comes tomorrow. But that too, like, I think I get a poster with this box and I cannot wait to hang it on my walls. I'm so excited about it because every image that I've seen from Renaissance, I'm like, this is art. This deserves to be framed and hung up somewhere. It is so beautiful. And I'm really, really looking forward to all of the music videos or, you know, she also announced that this is a three act and not not one, not two, but three act project. Renaissance is three acts. And I'm assuming there's going to be some visual component to one of the acts, you know, whether it's like a little mini film or, um, if it's just a bunch of music videos, if it is a documentary, I, I have no idea. And I feel like I can't even sit here and brainstorm because Beyonce always comes up with something that you never thought of before. Also, I should say, if you guys can hear audio in the background, um, people in my neighborhood love to play music and I'm sorry, I can't control it. So hopefully this just like adds to the ambiance and isn't distracting. But anyways... I'm just, I'm so excited for all three acts. And also, um, I should say this too, that the night, like right when she dropped Renaissance, I immediately went to her website because I was like, girl, please, I'm begging you, don't drop tickets to a concert right now. Like I will be way too overly stimulated if you decide to release concert tickets. Um, and she didn't thank god. I'm like, please release them eventually. But like right now Let's just consume the album. All right, but she did release renaissance merch and I was like, oh my gosh My wallet beyonce. Oh my gosh So I went online and I was like, is there anything is there anything that I really really want? And of course there was something it was the first thing I saw It's this white tank top Um, like this ribbed tank top and it says i'm that girl rhinestone on it with a little tiny horse underneath of it and I was just like oh I love this so much I would so wear this all the time and I'm picturing 50 different ways to style this in my head right now and I truly feel like if I exited this page and it said it was sold out I would be very remiss if I didn't buy it so I went ahead and ordered it um so yes I have two Beyonce items that i'm still waiting on um and then i saw a couple days ago she released more merch and i was just like oh my god and all of the merch is so great it's so so stinking cool but i'm like still very proud and happy with what i chose or what i have chosen between the two items um but yeah i'm just like oh my god beyonce like please 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 just Cool it for just a little bit of time, okay? Thank you very much. Um, but yeah, it's incredible. And it also, the I'm That Girl, I, I get it. Like, the little horse at the bottom is obviously reminiscent of her other visuals and, you know, the cover of the Renaissance album. But there was a part of me that was like, hmm, I wonder if this is like a slight nod to Megan Thee Stallion. Because, you know, that um, audio of her talking about if you just know you're that girl or wait, if you know you're that girl oh my gosh whatever the heck she says she was like if you know you're that girl you just just can't help but to be that girl she basically says something like that and i was like oh i wonder if that's like a little nod to megan because they're i guess i think they're friends they've worked together um but yeah anyways Um, Okay, another general thought I have to say, this should be very obvious, but to me, as soon as I listened to this album, I was like, oh, the Beyoncé self-titled album walked so that Renaissance could full-on sprint. And I saw someone tweet this, and I fully, fully support and agree with this statement that they were like, the blow girls, the girls who loved the song Blow from the self-titled album... They're living their best lives right now. Like, we won. All the blow girls, like, we won. And if you know, if you know, you know. That song, okay, listen, I gotta confess. I gotta confess. So, the self-titled album, I think, came out when I was maybe in ninth grade. I think I was a freshman in high school when that album came out. I'm pretty sure. And... (laughs) my favorite songs were partition still one of my top favorite beyonce songs ever and blow those were like my favorite songs and if you also rock it but we won't talk about that um (laughs) if you know the song blow and you know me you're probably like krista what like because it's it yeah anyways so i whenever i read that tweet i was like oh my god they're so right they're so right because this album like okay i'm just gonna speak very candidly here all right beyonce's self-titled album people always love to call it like her sexy album renaissance is the sexy album it is it like it it is it just is are you listening to the songs because yes like i said the self-titled album walked so that renaissance could full-on sprint and i mean that in every capacity okay um so yes let's now get into talking about the songs and the thing is that these songs are quite explicit i think someone said statistically this is beyonce's most explicit album ever which is, I, I read that before the album was released and before I listened to anything, and I was just like, I love that, amazing, can't wait. And I say that sincerely, not sarcastically. Um, and so I am going to talk about all these songs, but I will try to refrain from swearing and all that stuff, because, you know, I try to keep it, you know, PG on the podcast, but you know, if I got to make this episode explicit for Beyonce, then I, I have no problem in doing so. All right. So let's just get into it. We're going to go song by song. I just have like some brief thoughts, my thoughts and opinions on it all. Um, and yeah, I hope you enjoy them. So let's just get into it with the first song. I'm that girl. So again, like I said earlier, as soon as this song started playing, my jaw was on the floor. I like had to brace myself. The way that it starts out and it builds, oh my gosh, I was just like, oh yeah, oh yeah. And then you first, you first hear her singing. Um, hold on. I feel like I need to pull it up. Oh my God. Okay, wait. (laughs) I can't play the song. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, it's not like I'm going to get copyright restrictions or anything. It's not like this podcast episode goes on YouTube or anything like that. But whenever she starts talking and she's like, I pull up in these clothes, look so good. I was just like, oh my god, oh my god, she's speaking. She's she's here. And I know that's so dramatic, but I was just like, oh my god. Like, you know, it's the same thing with how formation starts out. Whenever she starts out and she's like, y'all haters corny with that Illuminati mess. She starts talking and you're just like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She's, she's back. She's here. So as soon as I heard that, I was just like, Oh my God. Oh my God. I was so excited. The song itself, like it makes me want to feel every emotion. I want to run. I want to cry. I want to jump up and down. I want to like, just like pump my fist in the air. I like, when I heard the song, I was like, Oh yeah, I can picture myself going on a run to the song and just tears flooding out of my tear ducts because I'm just like this song it just it it just makes you feel so good it's like you look at yourself in the mirror and you tell yourself you're that girl like it's that type of song you know what I mean it's a real like good pump-up song without it being a cliche pump-up song you know I feel like it's one of those songs where you're getting ready for the day and you put this on and you're like Let me, you know, get in the right mindset type of thing. So I highly recommend listening to the song when you're getting ready, you know, tomorrow morning or whatever. Okay, then we go to Cozy. Oh my god, Cozy, 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 Cozy. It is such a bop. Oh my gosh. I, like the beginning of this song, I could listen to it 600 times. Hold on. Let me get the lyrics because I want to be accurate with it all. Wait, why isn't this playing in order? Oh, this episode is such a mess. I'm sorry. Okay, everyone, trigger warning. Chris is gonna swear. Um, no, whenever she says, damn, I love the burning of the dagger from the words that you say, I, like, the way, the cadence that she says it and then whenever she says, F yeah, oh my god, I'm just like, Beyonce, say it again, say it again, and then Dancing in the Mirror, Kiss My Scars Because I Love What They Made. Ooh, yeah. She's a god. She's a hero. She survived all she had been through. Oh, my gosh. Like, oh, it's so good. It's so good. But, yeah, Comfortable in My Skin, Cozy With Who I Am. It's so good. Another, like, back-to-back, real confident, inducing song. Because, you know, like... I keep referencing the self-titled album. Listen, I love Formation. Formation is incredible. But I feel like Renaissance pairs so well with the self-titled album. Like, you know the song Pretty Hurts. That song was transformative, so transformative. And I feel like Cozy is the 2022 version of that song like it is one of those deep songs where you just remind yourself like i am who i am i'm cozy with who i am i'm comfortable in my skin and it's but it's like a fun funky song where you can dance to it and the message is still so good also i have to point out as soon as i heard this song and um the one of the parts like later on in the song and she says I'm swaggy? Uh, <laughs> I was like, yes, you are. Beyonce is bringing back the word swaggy. Justin Bieber is quaking in his boots. I'm living for the return of swaggy. I want to use slay and swag and slaying and swaggy interchangeably. I am ready to adopt swaggy and swag back into my vocabulary. It's time we bring it back into the zeitgeist. Like, Beyonce is giving us the push she's like hey guys swaggy don't forget that word it's great um but yeah she's a god she's a hero cozy is incredible i love it it's a great song for everybody truly then we go to song number three alien superstar i feel like this song i heard rumors that it was going to be a really really big song and it definitely lived up to the hype it is an anthem this song is next level to walk to especially the beginning because it it it's the whole like dj troubleshoot test thing like the way that it starts out you're just like oh yep uh uh-huh uh-huh and whenever she's singing the chorus um hold on we gotta pull up the lyrics because krista doesn't want to get it wrong and butcher it oh my god (laughs) i need to stop i need to turn my volume down um but do 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 oh whenever she says category bad bitch i'm the part oh my god i was like beyonce this is so good everybody is going to be pulling from these lyrics for their instagram captions and i'm loving it also unique every time she says unique in this song it's amazing and i've also been seeing a lot of memes of people just talking about her saying unique in the song and how it's like living rent-free in their head um but yeah when she says i'm too classy for this world forever i'm that girl feed you diamonds and pearls ooh baby (laughs) this is so this sounds so ridiculous because i'm not singing it but you know too classy to be touched i paid them all in dust i'm stinging with my love ooh baby i'm unique amazing it's so good but when you hear that And you're strutting down the street, going to run your errands, going to walk to your job, going just for a hot girl walk. It is perfection. It is everything you need. And then the unique part, all you want to do is just like strike a pose in the middle of walking down the street. It's so good. I've never vogue before, but Beyonce in Renaissance is making me want to vogue or learn how to do it. Just saying. And I think so many other people can agree with that. You truly feel like the main character when you listen to alien superstar and yeah kind of an interesting title but you truly feel like the main character in the song you feel like you're transcending into another level so yeah next we move to cuff it oh this song this song is heaven it is such a blissful song it's so much fun i like I don't know how to roller skate, but I want to learn how to roller skate just so I can roller skate to cuff it. Uh, currently, what I'm doing right now is just dancing around my apartment in my socks so I can kind of slide and like dance at the same time. But this song puts you in such a good mood. Also, if you're like, you know, I don't know, like young, desiring to be in love or going on a date. I, this is excluding myself it it, like you know it's it's like a good we're going out we're getting dolled up and we don't f up night. yeah like that whole thing it's it's just so fun it's such a fun song i don't know how to describe it other than fun and it just puts you in a good mood you know i can picture myself getting dressed getting ready to go out dancing with my friends and we put cuff it on as like a pre-game song because that's just what it is and cuff it is a seamless seamless transition into energy oh my gosh the transition from cuff it to energy to break my soul needs to be studied in music theory classes all over the world it is it is perfection. It is so good. So yes, energy. I feel like energy is like a filler song that a lot of people will definitely sleep on because it is more so like a transition song, but it, we would not be able to get from Cuff It to Energy to Break My Soul to every other song in this album had it not been for energy. So don't sleep on energy. It's so good. Also, when you listen to the lyrics of this song, it's hilarious, it's amazing. Beyonce is really being a lyricist right now. At one point she says, Voting out 45, don't get out of line. And I'm like, oh, not her giving, you know, voting advice and encouraging voters in her in her album. I totally missed that. Like the first couple times I heard it. And then I was usually when I listen to albums, I'll listen to them a few times over and then I will listen to it and solely just like be reading the lyrics and I also help I feel like it helps me remember the song um better and when I read that I was like oh my god she did not just say voting at 45 don't get out of line I was like love it love it um and then she also this is an iconic line this will be on Instagram captions this will be on tattoos when she says only double lines we cross as dollar signs now she's giving us driving advice love it amazing she's just reminding you like hey please don't cross the double line unless it's dollar signs you know okay break my soul i feel like i really don't need to say much about break my soul because it is an anthem but i will say that having it in the context with the rest of the renaissance songs i love it even more i loved it beforehand but i really really loved it hearing it when it transitioned from energy to break my soul, I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah." this song makes sense. I love it so much because I feel like you, not to be um cliche, but you have this energy from the song energy and cuff it. And when you hear break my soul, having that energy build up, you're like, oh, yeah, let's keep going. We're still dancing like you won't break my soul. The lyrics hit harder. The music hits harder. the song is so much more effective in the context of this album. So just want to say, if you were one of those people who doubted Beyonce because you heard Break My Soul outside of the context of the rest of Renaissance, just want to, you know, give you the space to rethink your thoughts a little bit, alright? Alright, next. Y'all. Y'all. When I've, I've said this at least three times on the podcast already, Beyonce and I, we are connected on a spiritual level. We are. And when I heard, what is this? Song number six? No, seven, excuse me, seven. I said, "Uh uh-huh. This is, this is proof. Again, we are connected on a spiritual level because church girl, I knew I was going to love this song as soon as I read the tracklist and I saw that she was putting a song out called Church Girl. I was like, okay, Beyonce, all right. I know this isn't going to be some gospel album, but what are you cooking up with this? What is this song? As soon as it came on, I was like, oh my God, we are going from praising Jesus to, and to quote her, dropping it like a thotty. And I love it. It's so good. This song is my anthem and I was texting one of my friends. Um, I was I you know god bless my friends I was literally force-feeding all of them to be like listen to renaissance on friday I think I was being the most obnoxious person ever. I was just like you need to listen to it I need to know your thoughts. It's so good. I'm convincing you. Please listen to it and I was texting one of my friends and um I said you need to listen to church girl and afterwards, she was like, oh my god, she wrote Church Girl for all of the deconstructing baddies out there, and I was like, yes, she did, and I've seen people on TikTok say, like, Beyonce made Church Girl for the people with religious trauma and the deconstructing baddies, as my friend puts it, and it's true, like, Beyonce, she's just so, I I know people love to say she's so out of touch, because yes, she is mega wealthy and super rich, or i literally just repeat myself she's make a wealthy and famous and yada 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 but she's tapped in when it comes to the deconstructing baddies all right like i said this song has you praising the lord and then dropping it the next second it's so good so good. Like when I listened to it, I was just like, Oh yeah, I know this is you ever like listen to a song for the first time and you just know you're gonna be repeating this song over and over again. Uh-huh. I do. I I, I did with this song. Um sorry, I feel like I'm getting a little incoherent with my thoughts. But yeah, as soon as I listen to Church Girl and she's sang the lyrics, she ain't trying to hurt nobody. Um wait what does she say oh my god i'm literally losing it she ain't trying to hurt nobody she's just doing the best she can happy on her own with her friends without a man i'm warning everybody as soon as i get in this party i'm gonna let go of this body so on and so forth i'm just like ooh, thank you beyonce thank you thank you um But yeah, like her talking about like not being judged and just being free and being yourself and dropping it like a thotty and yada, yada, yada. I'm just like, yes, I love it. It's so good. I love it. Okay. Then we transition to, oh, now we're in love because we're listening to Plastic Off the Sofa. This song is very reminiscent of like older Beyonce songs. To me, it's reminiscent of like a dangerously in love Beyonce song I could see this on her first album and it is so great Beyonce really really shows off how angelic her voice is in this song and it's incredible I need to hear this live because oh my gosh I just feel like as soon as I heard the song I was like I am a puddle right now I am a pool of butter right now I have melted her lyrics or not her lyrics I'm sorry her voice in your ears when she's singing, oh my gosh, I'm just like, I'm, I love this woman. She's so amazing. I have yet to have my moment where I'm driving in my car and I can really belt to this song. I know someday that will happen when I'm not in New York, but it's just, oh my gosh, This song is so beautiful. It's so sweet. It's so, oh, it just makes you feel like mush. I love it. Okay. Then, we transfer to the other anthem that I know Beyonce said. Hello, Krista Camp, this song is for you. Virgo's Groove. I already knew this song was going to be an anthem because the title alone, Church Girl and Virgo's Groove. I was like, this album is for me. I don't even have to listen to it without, like, without listening to it, I know this album is for me. So I listen to Virgo's Groove, and I see that it's over six minutes long. This song could be six hours long and I would still be as in love with it as I am right now. This song can go on for eternity and it will still be incredible. Um, It's just, it's such an anthem. And I saw Issa Rae. I love Issa Rae so much. Oh my gosh. I liked one of her tweets because she said something like, man, Virgos are so lucky. And I'm like, we are. Uh, Like, I, I have to, Agree with you. We are very lucky when it comes to a song release like this. Like, what a time to be a Virgo. Y'all, when it is next month and I'm going out for my birthday, you better believe I don't care how ridiculous I sound requesting a song. I need to be dancing to this song when I'm going out and celebrating my birthday. It has to happen, okay? This song just makes me want to dance for the rest of my life. I do not care if I am in the worst mood ever. You put this song on, I will be up on my feet, dancing, smile on my face. It is so incredible. Um, But yeah, she really is giving back to her fellow Virgos and it is incredible. Truly, I think if you're like iffy about any song on the album, I think Virgo's groove is one of the best like it's a crowd pleaser truly i will be dancing to this song if i have like a big wedding ceremony type thing i will or reception not ceremony (laughs) i'm dancing down the aisle to virgo's groove that would be funny um at a reception i will be dancing to virgo's groove sorry okay um the entire six minutes of it it's so incredible i will likely be dancing to it tonight and it's just a weeknight, all right? Okay, then we move into Move, the song. And I feel like in Move, Beyonce is literally pushing me as she's singing this song and I love it. It's the best type of push. Um, and she, I love when she is just like, move out the way, when the queen come through, part like the Red Sea, love that. It's just like, I love the bossy energy that Beyonce puts into some of her songs, this being one of them. And also, I will say this about the songs on Renaissance, I love how long they are. And look, I know that might seem very odd for someone in Gen Z to like something that's long, because everyone loves to say, Gen Z has the shortest attention span and blah 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 blah, hate it. That is is so disproven with this album because there are layers to every single song. I feel like there's certain chunks of songs that feel like completely separate songs, if that makes sense. There are certain parts of move that I'm like, oh, this is my favorite part. It's coming up. It's coming up. But I still love the rest of the song, you know what I mean? And oh my gosh, I I love this song. This song, also a power anthem when you're on your hawk or walk, you really strut to this song someone's annoying you, you got stress in your life, move out the way. Beyonce just told them, move out the way, you know? Okay, then we get to heated. Oh, another bop. Bop. This song is a bop. I want to dance to this song. I want to strut on my hawk or walk to this song. I want to do everything with this song. It's so good. So good. And shout out to Uncle Johnny made her dre- who made her dress. And if you don't know, Uncle Johnny, Beyonce's uncle, who also happened to be her godmother, which I love, um, was an incredibly talented designer. And I didn't I I didn't realize this up until like a few years ago that both Miss Tina Knowles, her mother, and Uncle Johnny made a lot of Beyonce and Destiny Ch- Destiny's Child outfits. And I love that. I think that's so cool. And it's so incredible that If you, I feel like a lot of people who talk about like Y2K fashion, they love to point out Destiny's Child. And it's so cool to know that not all of their looks were, they weren't dressed by designers for all of their looks. Some of their looks were made by family. I think that is so incredible. So shout out to Uncle Johnny. Obviously, shout out to Miss Tina Knowles. Love her. But if you've ever seen the picture, if you Google right now, Beyonce's prom dress, Okay, Beyonce, stunning at prom. I believe that the uh, cheap spandex dress that she's referring to in this song is her prom dress that her Uncle Johnny made for her, I believe. Beehive, don't comfort me if I'm wrong. But I believe that is what she's talking about, and I love it. And uh, if you've ever listened to the speech where Beyonce is talking about um, her uncle and... It just how impactful he was in her life it like it honestly chokes me up because you can see like how much he meant to her and their relationship and just how he helped raise her and shape her into the person that she is today it's really quite special and i love that she put that into this song it's beautiful all right then Gerger loins we go into the next song Thick the Blow Girls and the Rocket Girls from Beyonce's self titled album don't know what to do with it themselves when it when thick comes on. I didn't know what to do with myself when thick came on. I was just like, oh my god, she did that! She did that. This song i honestly have not been seeing a lot of people talk about thick i actually just liked a tweet of someone being like why is no one talking about thick do you guys need more time to process this song um because as soon as i heard this song i was just like oh my god beyonce 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 what are you do- what are you doing to me right now what are you doing to me right now this song is so good oh i love this song i love it so much and listen all of you little prudes out there, people who love to shame other people, you can shame me all you want. I don't care. I love this song. It's je ne sais quoi. It's amazing. And I love that she is completely respelling the word thick throughout the entire song. Like, if you look at the lyrics, it's not T-H-I-C-K. Um, she has completely respelled it. And I love it. Thank you, Beyonce. I hope Webster's dictionary takes notice. Because I like her version of spelling the word thick than, you know the traditional spelling of it. Um, But I I don't know what else to say other than I really love this song. It's really quite great. (laughs) Okay, then we move to All Up In Your Mind. Another really great song for strutting on your hawk or walk or like when you really need to get pumped up and feel good about yourself, you put this song up. Because again, I feel like this is a good song like when you're getting ready for the night like getting ready to go out for the night put this song on okay this is like your little man manipulator type song your little man eater type song it's great and whenever she sings the uh, god i'm not gonna sing on the podcast sorry would love to but i won't whenever she says the part like you need a real wild girl i'm not i'm not gonna sing but that part, I'm just like, say it again. Like, I love it. She just has, like, such a good voice. And the way that she just, like, oh my god. If you guys could see the way I'm, like, motioning my hands, I'm really talking with my hands right now. I'm getting very animated. It's just all the songs are so good. This song, I really can't emphasize enough that it is incredible for Hawker walks. It's great. Okay, then we get to the bop. The bop of the top. And it's America Has a Problem. Now listen, I was obsessed with this title when she released the track list. And I thought, oh, Beyonce is going to release like a more political type song. Oh, no, 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 no. It is not about America, um, per se. America has a problem. And the problem is Beyonce. Uh, They have a problem with Beyonce. And um, it's amazing. It's such a bop. It's so, oh my God, you cannot help but dance to this song. I literally cannot listen to this song and per- complete any task in a reasonable reasonable amount of time because, like, let's say I'm going to make lunch and I'm playing this song. What normally would take me 10 minutes to put together lunch, it's now taking me 30 minutes because I'm listening to this song over and over and over again And it's taking me at least two minutes to get something out of the refrigerator because I am dancing in the door of the refrigerator, you know? Um, I love this song. And I saw this hilarious tweet that said like in this song, whenever she says no, it sounds like she's saying no to her kids, like as if they entered the studio while she was recording and they were touching the soundboard. And the next time you listen to the song just picture Beyonce yelling at her kids It's so funny, but the song is so good again I need to go out dancing with this song like, This song has to be playing somewhere and I will be dancing to it and I will be having the best time of my life It's great Next another great song pure slash honey I Am going to be losing my mind If slash when I see this live this song live stadiums will be shaking grounds will be shaking this song is so good i want to like jump up and down type dance to this song it's a bop everything on this album is a bop but this song is great the way it builds and when i say builds i mean we start out like you know all right this song sounds really good musically and then it keeps building and oh my gosh every level and layer that goes into the song is incredible when she says the the part whenever she's like the devil's on my shoulder it's taboo taboo as you want it that part i could listen to it over and over and over again it's so good so stinking good i love it and at the end of course whenever i forget who i'm so sorry that she samples and they're saying honey, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Um, but it's so good. I love it. I love it. I'm very, I'm being very unhinged on this podcast. Y'all see what Beyonce does to me. All right. And to wrap it up, we have summer renaissance. Like I said, this, when you listen to this song, it feels like you're getting ready to dance your way out of the club. It feels like you're getting ready to like, just go out there and live your best life. I will be listening to this song in the middle of January. I don't care what season it is. I will be listening to Summer Renaissance and just feeling it. You know, I want the energy that is in this song throughout every season of my life, not just summer. But it's just, it's such a good song to close out the album to. And um, at the beginning, whenever she says, I want to house you and make you take my name. I felt that because i i don't know if i've talked about this on the podcast i have very strong opinions on um you know i really would not love to give up my last name because i love my last name so much but anyways beyonce said that i was just like again we're so connected girl um but yeah i i just i love the song and then when at the end whenever she i forget what the lyrics are but she basically says like i need it at the end and the way she sings it i'm just like oh my god i need my car right now so i can go on a drive and listen to renaissance i am going home um in a couple of weeks and i need to alert my family that all my one request is to have an hour and 2 minutes with my car so that i can go on a drive and listen to all of renaissance and be able to have my moment singing every lyric in my car on the open road and summer renaissance you better believe i will be belting out because it's such a good song i'm snapping my fingers i'm dancing i want to sing it's great it's amazing so yes that is renaissance like the most incredible album I've heard in a really, 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 really long time. I've never felt as expressive about an entire album than I have with this one. Truly ever. Ever, honestly. And there's a lot of albums that I will talk about for hours and hours and hours, but none like this one, okay? And I can't say now where this album stands in my ranking of all of Beyonce's albums, but I like I needed to age a little bit more just so I can figure out like, okay, where does it stand with these other ones? But I will say it's definitely in my top three. No denying it's in the top three. No denying that. At least for me. I'm not, you know, going to speak for everybody else. I know everyone has their faves, but I will say it's definitely at least in my top three. It is... Wildly exceeded my expectations, and not that I had like low expectations or anything, because I mean it's Beyoncé that we're talking about. But oh my gosh, it's I've been listening to it so much because I just can't get enough of it. And just when I try to dabble into my regular music and listen to something else, I can't. the The other music isn't hitting the same. Renaissance is where it's at, you know. So truly. Like, I... If you haven't listened to the album and you've listened to this entire episode, this is more than enough reason to, as soon as you're done with this, go and listen to Renaissance from I'm That Girl all the way through Summer Renaissance. Okay? Do it. You know what my faves are. I think my faves... Like, every song is incredible and I'm obsessed with all of them and I love them all pretty pretty equally because they're all really, really good. Um but I'm just going to say for me, real standouts, like it's hard. I feel like I have tears. Real standouts that are at the top, Virgo's Groove, Church Girl, Thick, America Has a Problem. God, and then we go into so many other songs like I'm That Girl, Pure, Honey, Alien Superstar, Cuff It. Now I'm just like literally naming every song off the album, but definitely like Virgo's Groove, um, Church Girl, Thick, America Has a Problem. Those are songs that I will religiously play all the time. I will never ever stop playing them. And every other song I will keep playing too. You know what I mean? It's just you have some that you're just like, oh, you're like extra, extra special, you know? But that said, listen to the whole album please do yourself a solid it's so freaking good and look i know some people are probably like krista why'd you make an entire podcast episode talking about an album this is a little bit absurd i don't think so it is my podcast in fact i am a huge beyonce fan um and i i i have lots of thoughts and never want to shut up about her but i will now i will let you go um, I hope you enjoy the episode and if you if you enjoyed the album and you are a beyonce Stan totally open to other thoughts and opinions I'm not a monolith over here right I'm open to other people's thoughts about the album um, but I will say objectively I think everybody really really liked it and um, I'm just I wake up every day and I'm so thankful to be living at a time where, an artist like Beyonce exists and makes music. I truly mean that. I It's one thing that I am really grateful for because she's brought me so much joy. Even if you don't agree with her, even if you don't like her music, she brings me joy and I don't know what else you can ask for from an artist. She inspires me, makes me happy, makes me feel confident, helps me get through hard times, helps me celebrate good times and I don't know what else to say other than I love her and i really can't wait for this concert if slash when it happens um so yeah hope you have an amazing rest of your day an amazing week ahead of you listen to some renaissance for me think of me when you're listening to some of my favorite songs and um i will catch you guys next week for can you believe it episode 100 oh my god get excited it's gonna be it's gonna be a vibe it's gonna be a party we're gonna have a good time all right Love you guys, and as always, thanks for listening.